Good morning. Hope you are all well. Maseches Ksupis Daf Yud, Shabbos is Daf. Doing a little bit early, Friday morning. Uh, we'll be starting at the very top of Daf Yud, Amud Aleph, first word. And we'll be going all the way to the top of Yud Aleph, Amud Aleph, a full blot, um, to the Mishnah there. We've been discussing the tainas, uh, the, the taina of the husband of Pesach, Pasach, Matzasik, that if a man is intimate with his wife and his wife should be a basula, he should be able to sense that there's a basula in there. And if he doesn't, based on the Gemara that we saw yesterday in Ksubis Daftes, the halacha is that he's ne'eman la'osra alav. And the Gemara is trying to figure out how that all balances out in regards to one other aspect. And what's that? That is the aspect of the Ksuba itself. Itmar, Amar of Nachman Amar Shmuel, Mishum Reb Shimon Ben Elazar, Chachamim Tiknud Lehem Lebnos Yisrael. The Chachamim put a takana in place, Lebesula Mosayim Ule Almana Mana. That when it comes to the Ksuba itself, that for a Besula, she should be getting Mosayim Zuz, 200 Zuz worth of money in the event that her husband would divorce her. And Almana, and for a woman who has already been married, uh, for an almana, the halacha is mana that she were to get, she should get 100 mana. Now, the institution of the ksuba is to make it a little bit more difficult for a husband to divorce his wife. And just like they were able to institute this takana to offset that concern, to make sure that he won't flippantly divorce her. Similarly, obviously, Pesach Pasuach is a person can just rattle off the phrase Pesach Pasuach Matzasi, and then their whole marriage is in shambles. We don't want that to happen to a woman. We want her to be protected in her marriage. Therefore, we have a ksuba to offset. So this is the balancing act. That's the Gemara. I mean, well, if you can say so quickly, Pesach Pesach Matzasi, then who cares if you have a ksuba? He'll just say Pesach Pesach Matzasi and end the marriage. Says the Gemara, we have a psychological assumption over here. Omar Rava, eight lines down. Chazaka ein adam tarech b'se'uda umafsida. This guy doesn't have a, an angle to divorce his wife on day one. Nobody does that. If they are going to spend $100,000 on their wedding, they're not going to flippantly divorce their spouse. So Rabbah says that the psychology here is that once we have everything in place, we, they've already spent all the money on the wedding. There's a ksuba in place that he's going to have to pay if he divorces her. And then he says, Pesach, Pesach, Matzasi, it just must be true. It just must be true. It's not worth it for him to go through all of the effort to spend all of that money, all the agmas nefesh, for it to not be true. And therefore, halachically speaking, we trust a person to say Pesach, Pesach, Matzasi, because after all that he has gone through in regards to preparing for the wedding, and all that he'll need to go through in paying the ksuba, 200 zuz, so that's too much. Therefore, we believe him and he's nam on the osrala. Tana, the Gemara has a very interesting brisa. Since the ksuba is a knas, it's a slap on the wrist. Lo tigba elamina ziboris. We'll learn uh, later in Shas that ziboris is a low quality type of property. There's idis, benonis, and ziboris. Idis is a very high level of quality, um, and benonis is average, and ziboris is lower quality. Let's just use this as a rough example. You have um, you have gold that's 100% pure, 90% pure, and 80% pure. So the halacha is that she can collect mina ziboris. That if you have to give her a ksuba, she can collect from the lowest quality of your properties. Says the Gemara, what's the language of knasa? Knasa? My knasa, what, it's not a knas. No one's being punished for anything. 
a ksuba is, uh, is, is used to pay a woman in the, in the case where, unfortunately, they get, it's not a knas. The Gemara says, you're right, it's not a knas. Because the institution of a ksuba is a dindarabon, and it's only rabbinic in nature. So when she collects, she cannot force the husband, now the ex-husband, to pay from the highest quality. She can only force him to pay from the ziboris from the lowest quality properties. Now, up until now, for these first 10, 12 lines of the Gemara, the Gemara is under the assumption that a ksuba is a din derabanan. But that is not the accepted psak for all tanoim. Rab Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, that's not true. Ksuvas isha min ha-Torah. A ksuvas isha is a din deraisa. And this goes back to question what we started today. We wanted to say that just like the Chachamim instituted this idea of a ksuba, so too they can say that Pesach Pasuch Masasi is nem on the Osrala. But that's only true if they're both rabbinic. But this is not both rabbinic. Here we see that a ksuba might be Doraisa. And if a ksuba is Doraisa, so then maybe or maybe not, he should should or should not be trusted when it comes to Pesach Pasuch Masasi. Says the Gemara, hang on one second. Is Rav Shimon ben Gamliel really of the opinion? That Aksuba is Doraisa. This Brisa seems to indicate not that way, starting with the sheet of the, Tan- the Tanakama, and then we'll see Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel. What does the Brisa say, quarter of the way down, Vatanya? The Pasuk says, Kesev Yishkol Kemohar Habesulos. He should take money like the Mohar of Besulos. This, this Pasuk is referring to a case scenario. If you look at the full Pasuk, if you have it on the side, the full Pasuk reads, That if a woman is violated, then Mohar Yim Harena Loli Isha. Then he should uh, pay her a mohar. He should pay her some money. That if a woman is violated, then he has to pay, uh, doesn't say in this possible, he has to pay 50 shekel. Meaning that we have to pay just like there's a dowry, just like there's a payment by um, by a case of an Aramil Rasa, so too there's a dowry in regards to a marriage, and that is the money in the Ksuba. Mikan says the Tanakama, Samchu Chachamim, Luxubas Ishamina Torah. So the Tanakama says, it's, we infer from here, the Chachamim infer from here that this is a Din Doraisa. But Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel Omar, Ksubas Isha, So five lines ago, you wanted to say the Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel says, Ksubas Ishamina Torah. Here we seem to say clearly the black on white that it's medieval sofa it's only it's only rabbinic nature says the gemara no problem answer number 1 is apoch just switch things around you should switch the sheets around you got the tanakama and the rabshimen ben gamliel backwards and really the tanakama is the strict one who says that it uh, is the lenient one who says it's derabanan and Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel says it's Doraisa. Says the Gemara, why would you switch the Brisa around? Why did you switch the Brisa? Maybe the Brisa is perfectly fine. And our initial presentation of Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel is incorrect. And really, he holds it as derabanan. So says the Gemara, uh, we cannot do that. So we already know from another Mari Makom that Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel holds that Aksubas Isha is Doraisa. It's not. Mishnah writes halfway down. That if Rashi paints the case for us, that if a, a person gets married in Kaputkia and then they move to Eretz Yisrael, it's the difference between the American dollar and most other econ- economies' dollars. The American dollar is stronger. So here's how it works. If you get married in Kaputkia, the equivalent to America, and then you move to a third world country where every dollar is worth hundreds of pesos or hundreds of whatever the other economy is. So Rabbi Shimon says you have to pay with the higher of the standards, Kaputkia. Well, 
Remember, we learned earlier in the Gemara that uh, because it's derabanan, you only have to, the woman can only collect from zebras, which is the lowest, the lowest um, quality property that you have. But for kaputkia, you have to, if you get married in kaputkia in a, in a higher economy, you have to get paid in that, in that dollar because it's much more valuable. So what do we see from there? It must be that it's deoraisa. So therefore, Answer number one of the Gemara is that really Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel holds that Ksubas Isha is Doraisa, and this Brisa that presented him is the Rabbanon, we have to flip the Shitas. And here is answer number two, Ibais Ema. Really, we could say that, um, that there's another possible answer here. And what's this next possible answer? That Kula Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel, that really everything is Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel, really all of these Shitas belong to, to Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel. Here is the best way to learn all of these Marimakomos. Really, this brisa that was seemingly confusing, the brisa that presented the two shidas as a machlokas, Tanakama versus Rabban Shem and Ben Gamliel, it's not a machlokas. Here's how to read it. The chachamim do hold the ksubas ishas del raisa. However, ksubas almana, ain't a midivre Torah, midivre sofrim. She Rabban Shem and Ben Gamliel, omer ksubas almana, ain't a midivre Torah, el midivre sofrim. So really, Rabban Shem and Ben Gamliel himself understands as follows. When it comes to a man marrying a basula, the contract, the ksuba that he gives to her, that's a ksubas del raisa. Masha'en came when there is an almana, when there is a woman who's been married before, there the ksuba is only derabanan. This second answer works. We're now going to have literally six stories, one after the next, which will bring us to the Mishnah at the bottom of Yod, Yodamid Beis, and then we'll wrap up to the top of the page with that new Mishnah. Story number one. We are, where are we? We're uh, almost two-thirds of the way down. Hahu there was a man who brought a shaila to Rav Nachman. It's the next morning. They got married on Wednesday. Thursday morning, he comes to Bez, and he says to Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says to him, Rav Nachman, kufri. we need to beat him with a branch. Because he's been with prostitutes before. He's been with women. How does this guy, who's a ben yeshiva, know what it means? Pesach Pesach that he was just Can't be. Oh, we'll see if that's a possibility. But obviously here he's getting beaten for what he did. Why? How do you know what a Pesach Pesach means? You've never attached Meshamita before. So it says the Gemara, he gets hit. He gets hit. I hold on one second. But Rav Nachman, who Amar Mehemin, Rav Nachman, we saw at the top of the page, Rav Nachman, on the very top of the page, remember our first line, Itmar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said that just like a Ksuba is, is the Rabbanon, therefore we trust the fact that he says Pesach Pesach Masasi. So what do you mean you're giving him lashes? Says the Gemara, both. Mehemin, Umas Kupri, I believe him. But if he's right about her Pesach Pesach, it means he knows what Tashmish Amita is and he slept with other women. Therefore, he needs lashes. I, I, I believe you. <laughs> you're, like, you're saying the MS. But if you know what a Pesach Pesach is, it means you've slept with someone before. And therefore, you get lashes. So both. I believe you. You are now usher to your wife, but I'm also giving you Malkus. Rav Achoy Mishani gave, gave a different answer. Khan, this is Michael's answer. Khan bebachur, Khan benasu. If the guy is a bachur, he's young, he's never been married before, and he's claiming Pesach Pesach you get beaten. Yeah, you deserve Malkus. But Khan bin Nasu, if a man's been married before and he knows the difference, okay, then we have that he doesn't get Malkus. So that was, those would be the two versions of Rav Nachman according to this uh, story. Story number two. Someone brought a Shiloh to Rabban Gamliel. He says that I was with my wife last night and she was she was Pasuach, first night of marriage. Maybe you had Tashmish Amita in such a way where you avoided the Basulim. Rabban Gamliel paints the picture. A person's walking pitch black at night. Hita, if he turns sideways, 
Then Mitzah Pasuach, if he turns sideways, the doors is only based on the width. If he stands sideways, he can fit in this way, he can fit in sideways, but he can't fit in facing forward. So this is the muscle that he's giving, that if a person turns sideways, so then he to Mitzah Pasuach, then you can get in, then you can make it into the door. Low heat if you're walking straight with your shoulders wide, then then Mitzah, no, then you will find that the door is locked. So obviously, what does this mean? The nimshal is that there's a way to have Tash where you can avoid the Basulim, Fine. That Shema Maybe what happened is you intentionally did Hataya, not accidentally. You intentionally did Hataya, in that circuitous way to make sure that you're not, but here it wasn't circuitous with with an accident, it was on purpose. In other words, instead of having regular Tashmashamita, which would break the basulim in its center, here, if you have Hataya on the side of, more to the side of the body, so then you could uproot the entire. Uh, besulim from the from the side wall, which means that the entire piece of skin is intact, but just moved over. It's broken from one side. Pitch black dark. If he runs into the door full strength, he's going to break the door. And if you if you're not intentionally trying to break the door down, then maybe you'll you won't break the door down. Oh, it's fine. That's a, those are the mishalom that he gives. But basically, it's either intentional or not. But it's still possible that there was hataya. It's possible that there was uh, no sensation. Of, uh, of something blocking him during Tash Mashamita. Story number three, five lines from the bottom. Hudas of the Kamadar Rabbi. Amar Lei, Rabbi Baalti, Lomatsasi Dama, Tash Mashamita. He doesn't say Pesach Pesach. He says, I didn't find any blood. Amra Lo, Rabbi, Besula Hayisi. She says, Rabbi, I promise you, I was a Besula. Amar Lei, Mevilo, Sosudar. Bring me the cloth upon which Tash Mashamita took place, and I'll be able to tell. Hevilo Asudar, Shroba Maim, Mechipsu. They gave him the, 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 the cloth that they had used for Tash Mashamita. Ushroba Maim, he soaked it in water. <coughs> he did some whatever their laundry was. So love and then they found some dummim. Oh, so says the Gemara. Amar lo, the Rebbe says back to the Talmud, You can be satisfied with your acquisition. The woman that you married is a she's a bastora. She's a basula. We see that there's blood here, and therefore we know that she had a basula. Amar le Ashi. Maybe we can use this trick as well, that when a couple comes in and says, Pesach basuch matzasi, or when they say that there was no dam, we can check. Let's do the laundry. Now, this was well after the time of Rebbe, who, who was the person who did it? It was Rebbe, right? Uh, Rabbi Gamliel Bar Rebbe. So they, it was Rabbi Gamliel who was a Tana. This was uh, into the times of the Amoremer. They had different types of laundry. So it says the Gemara, Amar Le, it's not going to work. Top of Dap Yudam and Beis. Giyut Shalom Kekibush Shalom. Our Giyut, the way that we do our laundry, Rashi says, they used to use some type of glass. Uh, that's the top Rashi, Giyut. Uh, they use Be'evan Hazachuchis. They would use some kind of type of glass to help press their clothing. And he says, Be'amaris Ne'avid Giyut, if you're going to say that we should use our Giyut, then Ma'abra Le'i Chumrasa, then it's going to remove any stains. Therefore, our trick won't work for them. So you can't use this trick. Fine. Says the Gemara top of Yudam Bay, second line, story number four. He said to him, I didn't find any blood. She said to him, She says, I'm, I'm still a Basula. Bring me two maidservants, one who is a virgin and one who is not. And they, they brought both of the women and sat both of them over a barrel of wine. If the woman who has had Tashmashamita, um, we would be able to smell wine on her breath. And if she's a virgin, we will not be able to. 
Avzu, then they took his wife, Hoshiva, Rechanodef, and they saw that there was no uh, no Rechanodef, implying that she's still a Basula. Therefore, Amarlo, he says to her, Lech, Zakeb, you, you've, uh, you've married a beautiful a beautiful woman, she's a Basula, and you need to have Tash Meshamita again. And it just means you didn't uh, consummate your marriage. Why did we bring the Shvachos? If this trick works of sitting her on a barrel, why do we bring the shvachos? Great question. Says the Gemara, Gemara have a shmiele. He had, he had heard the tradition that if women sit on a barrel, that it works, that you can smell the difference in their breath. But Maisalo have a He never saw that it actually took place. And he said, Maybe this trick won't work. It's not appropriate to do this with a Basisra. Basisra is such a high caliber of a human being. We're not, that's not something that we're that we're willing to, to put her through. But these particular shvachos were prutos. They, they don't care. It doesn't matter. So by them, if they don't care, then they're then that's not a problem, but Abbas Yisrael would care. Story number five, third of the way down. Who does in the comments? A man comes to Bezdin and says that he was Meshamish with his wife the night, the night prior and didn't find any dam, but she should be a Basula. She says, They're from a particular family. They don't bleed. They don't have dam nida and they don't have dam basulam. It says the Gemara, he checked into the family lineage and found that that was Taka the case, that she was from that family. Omar Lo, he says, don't worry about the lack of blood. And he gave a compliment. You married into a wonderful family. Why is it so wonderful, says the Gemara? My Dorkati, Dorkatua, that's a terrible thing, not a good thing. Dorkati is Dorkatua, that the generations will be cut off, meaning she's less likely to have children because of her medical issues that she doesn't uh, menstruate. So says the Gemara, These are not, uh, this is not real comfort. This is pretend comfort. She wasn't really comfort. Just like yeast is good to make bread grow, to make bread bread, so too is the case that a woman has to menstruate them if she has blood, then she's more likely to get pregnant. If a woman has a lot of blood, so then she's more likely to have a lot of children. So why would Rabban Gamliel say that it was such a compliment? Yes, he did say to him something positive, that you've merited a wonderful family, a wonderful woman. You've become chayv in your um, uh, in your purchase. Uh, so says the Gemara, let's analyze these two sheetas. We understand what's going on because it wasn't complimentary that he married into this family. What's this of marrying into the family? Says the Gemara. A very powerful idea. You're taka right that it's less likely that they're going to have children, and then that's not good. However, two thirds of the way down, eight lines, six lines, five lines from the bottom, from the middle width lines, from the wider lines, and the Gemara says, at least you'll never have a suffix nida. Your wife will never be a nida. So there's no sveikos. So there are times in halacha where a rabbi has to pass in a shayla, on a badika, on an undergarment, whatever the case may be, has to pass in a shayla, but at the end of the day, uh, it's a suffix nida. Nida's kares, and this person will never have that in their life. Story number six. She says, I'm, I'm still a basula. It was the times of a famine. Which was common for a person's face to be blackened from famine. And then he told his uh, he told his uh, helpers as follows: They took uh, they took her. They put her in a bathhouse. Him too. They fed him. They gave them a lot to drink. And after they were uh, recuperated, after they had been given a little bit of food and a little bit of water, and they went to the mikvah and they cleaned up and everything. Not the mikvah, but the bathhouse. So then, all of a sudden, they saw them. Omar Omar Lo You've merited a, a good marriage. 
Kari Rabbi Alam, that the Pasuk says, that your skin is sticking to your bones. You are dried out like wood, which means that the Gemara is highlighting that sometimes uh, that the reasons why a woman may not see dam is because of external situations. A context is there. And when, when there's a time of bitzores, when there's a time of a famine, it may well be the case that she is simply not able to menstruate. I'm sure that there are similar scenarios in life which cause for women to have restricted or, or lessened or lower types of, uh, uh, types of seeing blood. This is very common with, uh, with birth control now. Some of the birth controls really minimize uh, the periods as they are. New Mishnah. The Mishnah is actually going to be the source for what we started with today. We started talking about the amounts of money for a ksuba. This is the actual Marimakom, two-thirds of the way down, three, two lines into the wide lines on Yudamid Beis. When it comes to a virgin, her ksuba is 200 zus and an almana is 100. But if this almana never had Tash Mishamita, or you're talking about a grusha or a chalutza, all from Eris, and they were only halachically engaged, but they never had tash mishamita, then they're regular women. The ksuba is regular. As long as they've never had tash mishamita, their ksuba is regular. My almana, what is this language of almana? Amar of Bagdata, almana, al shame mana. It's a notary cone, it's a play on words. So almana is al shame mana, that her ksuba is 100. Says the Gemara, that's great, but almana mina Eris and We just said in our Mishnah that an almana from Eris and she gets. Uh, she gets 200 and not 100. So why is she called an almana? Says the Gemara, I did the high kari almana because uh, an almana who was married and, and has had Tash Mishamita before because she's called an almana and she only gets 100. So high nami kari almana, even an almana mina erisin, even though she was only engaged and never had Tash Mishamita and her ksu was 200, still we call her an almana. Almana de chzibi baraisa meikal meimar. What are you talking about? The chachamim didn't come up with the word almana. Almana ugrushava chalalat zonas eloikach. The Pasuk and Chumash, we talk about an Amana in the Torah. So it can't be that it's based on a mana. Mana, the amount of the Ksuba is Dindar Abanan. So how in the world could it be that the Pasuk of Amana, that's crazy. Says the Gemara, who planted it. Kodesh Baruch Hu knows everything. He's above time. So he knew that the Chachamim were going to say that an Amana gets 100. So he called a woman whose husband died an Amana, even though it was uh, futuristic. Does the Pasuk write things about the future? Says the Gemara, sure does. In the Kidmas Ashur, the Tanner of Yosef Ashur Zoslika, Umihavoi, Ella de Asida Hachanami de Asida. We see the example from Sefer Bracious about Ashur, which didn't exist yet, yet we still called it that way. And now, from now until the end of the Mishnah on the top of Yeralif, we're just going to see plays on word on words. How do we understand each of these words? So here's uh, the first of those. Says the Gemara, we're about 15 lines from the bottom of the page, almost halfway through the wide lines. What does rain mean? What's matar? So those are things that are mashke, they water, marve, they saturate, umizabel, they fertilize, umaaden, they soften, umamshich, and they create continuity. Bar Rabbi Yishmael, the Itema Rabbi Yemar Bashlam in Micra. How do we know the impact of water? Tilameha Rave, Nachas Kidudab, Berivim Timogagna, Samcha Tivarech. What does this Pasuk mean? It means that there's a abundant water on the ridges and it uh, settles the furrows, it showers the grounds that you, that you are softening, you are Kodesh Baruch Hu, and you bless it with growth. So we know that this is all about water. What about the word Mizbeach? Again, these words are seemingly random. Amar Rabbi Elazar Mizbeach, Meziach, it can clean your slate. Amazing, it can uh, sustain you. Mechabe, it creates closeness between you and a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Mechaper, and it creates kapar. Seems to be, says the Gemara, Hainu Mechaper, Hainu Meziach. Two different languages for uh, for cleaning the slate. So says the Gemara, Meziach, Xeros. That when 
there is meziach. Meziach is a language that has to do with xeros. Nebuchadnezzar Baruch Hu puts a xeros on someone. So then this works. Then uh, the korban, the korban, the mizbeach works. Umechaper avonos. Avonos is based on your actions. You did an aver. You deserve a consequence. And therefore, uh, it can clean that slate too. The Amar of Chanabagdata Tamri. What about dates? Mishachnon. It warms you. Misavaon. It satiates you. Mishalshalon. It helps your stomach. Meashron makes you happy. Velo mefankan doesn't drive you crazy. It's, uh, it's, it's so sweet, so filled with sugar, but it doesn't give people the sugar high there. It's, it's a good thing. These are all complementary. Amar Avachotzmarim al we have a statement from Rab that if a person eats dates, they should not be paskening shilas. We know that a person who's a dayan, their smicha is called yore yore. The yore yore is a, that's a big smicha. That's a, for dayanim. So says the Gemara, if a person eats dates, they should not be they should not be paskening shilas. Mesve, but wait a second. We see that dates are bad. If you can't paskin from them, they're doing something negative, but that's not necessarily true. Mesve, the Brisa writes, tomorrow shachris varvis yafos, that for a person to eat dates in the morning and at night is a good thing. The mincha rose. In the afternoon, it's not so good, but tzaraim in kamosan, and in the, in the in the in the actual afternoon, the mincha mincha. What depends what time mincha is? Middle of the day. And tzaraim at the end of the day is ein kamosan. Umevat and eating dates actually helps with three things. Machshava ra. If a person is having a bad thought, the chole me'ayim stomach issues. Ba'tachtonios, which is something like hemorrhoids. So we see that from this brisa. Yes, there are times that it's bad. However, primarily dates are good. So it says the gemara. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with dates. Just that iluye malu. They're wonderful. Ulufishaita tir demi to have yachamra, but but it, it can inebriate you if it's sitting in, uh, if it's fermenting, if it uh, has an alcoholic impact, then it can affect you. The Amar Mara shows revisa, yayin al yor. Wine's also great, but if a, a dayan drinks a revisa of wine, he shouldn't be paskining any shilas. Some say this is not a problem at all. Some are saying that it really depends. If you eat the dates before bread, that's bad for you. And if you eat them after bread, that's totally fine. Where do we learn this from? The Amar Abayi, Amar aim. Abai said that he learned from his mother, really his caretaker, his mother died at birth. If a person eats dates before bread, it's like taking an axe to a tree. If you eat dates after eating bread, then it's like going through a door. Oh, what does the word dasha mean? Dasha uses a door. It says the Gemara, dasha, amar rava derech sham. It's the way to get to there. What about darga, steps? Amar rava derech gag. The darga, the steps that go up, madrego. So how do you get up? Is derech gag? That's the way to the roof is to take steps. Puria. Why in Aramaic do we refer to a bed as puria? So this one we could probably intuit on our own. Says the Gemara, Amar Papa Shepar and Veravin The mitzvah pruervu. Uh, that is that should be taking place in the bedroom. The mitzvah purvu should happen there. Therefore, a bed is referred to as Puriya. Amar Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, turning to the top of Yud Aleph and Aleph, and we'll stop with this line. Af Anun Af are islandess. Even the word islandess, which is a reference to a woman who is not able to have children, is Duchranis de Loyolda. It's a a ram that is unable ayal. It is a ram that is unable to have children. That's why we refer to them as an islandess because there are some rams that are not able to have children. We'll stop right here. No shir on Shabbos. We'll pick up Sunday night Mir Hashem with Daf Aleph. Wishing you all a beautiful Shabbos. I'll figure it out before then.